we want to welcome you to this place, uh, this Christmas Sabbath. And it is just so good to be in the house of the Lord. This time last year, we had to do everything strictly virtually, but God has blessed us to be able to worship in his house. And of course, we want to welcome those of you who are watching us online. Um, we have a lot to praise the Lord for. There's some individuals who did not make it to this point of the year, but the mere fact that we are alive to celebrate Christmas is a wonderful thing. Now, of course, we all know that Jesus was not born on December 25th, uh, but we know that this is a date, this is a season where the whole world has to acknowledge the greatest gift that was given to mankind. Now, there's some individuals, some Christians who get a little bit too religious. They don't like to celebrate Christmas. But it's very interesting that when we study the pen of inspiration, even the servant of the Lord says that we should not hinder the celebration of uh, Christmas, that we need to celebrate Christmas with our children uh, because there is something that we can get from it. But we're going to move along in our worship service. We're not going to hold you long today. Uh, this is Christmas, and we are going to have an abbreviated worship service, but we do want to just let you know that in a few weeks, on this, uh, January the 8th, we will be having a business meeting, January the 8th, once sunset, so please put that in your calendar. Uh, also, one of the things that we want to encourage you is to please like and share this broadcast. Do your part. Now, I know during this season of COVID, we're not able to go house to house and give Bible studies. But one of the things that we can do, we can share the worship service. We can share our worship service through social media. And we really want to thank Sister Elaine Coleman. Sister Elaine Coleman, uh, she did a phenomenal job. She actually invited one of her friends to worship uh, with us virtually. And they did that. And they were so blessed that they sent the church a card with money in it. Amen. And so, brothers and sisters, you can do likewise. There are people who need to be blessed by the spoken word, need to be blessed by worshiping the Lord in spirit and in truth. And do your part sharing this broadcast on your social media pages uh, because we need to evangelize and spread this truth to the world. Uh, but what we also want to just encourage you to do, uh, please, if you have not yet signed up for our text alert, please sign up for our text alert system by simply just texting the word add to the number 561-468-3873. This is something that we've been trying to encourage you to do for quite some time. Uh, this is a way that we can stay in contact with the body of believers. This is what we're trying to do, and so please sign up if you have not yet done so. Now, we do want you to remember a few individuals in prayer. Please remember Brother Juan Vasquez in prayer as he is recovering from major surgery. He had major heart surgery and kidney surgery. Please remember Sister Gertman in prayer. Please remember Sister Wilson in prayer, Sister Watkins in prayer. Remember all of our church members in prayer because I believe we are living in the last days and the enemy is trying to attack the body of believers. But we know that there is power in prayer. There is power in prayer. And so what we're going to do, uh, we're going to transition uh, in our worship service to the, the time of the worship service that, that everyone can participate. And if you have not uh, uh, yet, I should say, brought tithe and offering to church, that's okay. What you can do, you can virtually return your tithe and offering to the church. And of course, it's on the screen that there are a number of different ways that you can financially support the church. Uh, you can go to our website and click on the Adventist Giving tab. 
You can uh, return or give a love offering through Cash App. You can give it here. If you brought some tithe and offering at the church on your way out, there's going to be an offering plate in the back, and you can drop your tithe and offering there. Uh, this is a way that we can support uh, the work here at the church. Now, of course, you know that we are in the process of a building project, and we are trying to fully renovate the church. There are those of you who are in here, you see what we're doing. We're changing the flooring. Uh, we have not yet put down all of the carpet, but hopefully in a little while we'll be able to put down all of the carpet, reupholster the, uh, the pews. Uh, there's so many different things that we're trying to do, but of course, we need the people to sacrificially give, to return a faithful tithe and offering, and to sac sacrificially give, and giving something to our building fund, and this is a way that you can push the work of God forward. And so this is what we're asking that you do, that you remember the work that God has given for us to do, and that is to give of our time, our effort, our resources, and our money. So at this time, we're just going to say a word of prayer as we bless the monies that are to come in. Heavenly Father, Lord, again, we thank you for those who are able to give, and we're asking that you even bless those who cannot afford to give. But we ask that the money that is collected can go to moving your work forward. This we pray, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. At this time, we're going to invite our elder up as he leads us out in our intercessory prayer. It's a blessing to see so many smiling faces out in the house of God today. And this has been a special year for you. You're sitting here in God's house. So he protected you throughout this year. Amen. This is the last Sabbath of the year. So we need to give thanks and praise to him. And if you have something that you want to praise and thank the Lord for, just even being alive and being here, now is the time to offer yourself at the altar as a sacrifice, a living sacrifice. We've lost many loved, we lost some loved ones this year, some dear loved ones. Some of you may have lost family members or co-workers or neighbors, but thank God you are still here. And so at this point in time, we're going to um, go into our season or inter have our intercessory prayer. If your heart moves you to kneel, you may kneel. I know the floor is, it's, we got the tile down, but you know what? Um, some of you still have good kneecaps, amen? <laughs> but wherever you are, if you're at home, um, if you are at work and you're streaming, if you're in a prison cell and you're streaming this service, or even if you're in a hospital bed or a nursing home and you're streaming this service, now is the time to give your heart to God. Let us look to him in prayer. Father in heaven, we want to thank you first of all for being who you are, all powerful and majestic. In, in all of your glory and majesty, power and authority, you saw fit to create us. Each one of us was created in your image. Each one of us was fearfully and wonderfully made. And that makes us special in your eyes. So Father, wherever we may be this morning, if we happen to be in a prison cell or happen to be on a sick bed, or if we happen to be out on the street sitting under a bridge or in a park, or even if we're in your house of prayer or even at home today, we want to stop. And we want to thank you for all of the special protection that you've given to us throughout 2021. Yes, we've had some trying times, but we know that with life comes a little bit of stress and a little bit of testing because there's an adversary that does not want us to be close to you. And so, Father, we want to thank you. And we offer ourselves as a living sacrifice because that's the least we can do because you died on the cross so that we would have an opportunity to be saved. And Father, for our special uh, church members right now that we're offering before you, Sister Wilson, Sister Mervyn, Brother Briggs, Brother Vasquez, Elder Farrell, Sister Marshalek, Sister Gertman, and there are so many others, Lord, that 
right now they're living in pain some not just physical pain but some spiritual pain and father there are many people this time of year who don't have family who don't have loved ones who don't belong to a church who are lonely right now and we ask that you would allow them to feel your presence in their life we want to thank you for extended grace and mercy that we still have your breath in our bodies that we are still living despite what we may be going through is nothing compared to what Jesus endured on the cross so father today I ask that you would put food in the bare cupboards this morning place healing upon those who are suffering from ailments put a little bit of money in the bank of those who have an overdue light bill we ask a special blessing upon the children who have no parents those who are homeless those who are struggling with addiction those who are struggling with mental illness anxiety and depression those who are living under the hands of an abusive person or abusive people we ask for deliverance today and father we ask a special anointing on the pastor who's going to stand behind this holy desk and deliver the bread of life we pray, Lord, that you would give him words of conviction straight from heaven that would bring about conversion and bless him and his family and all the other pastors and evangelists and Bible workers around the world that the devil is plaguing to try to get them to stop the spread of the gospel. In Jesus' name, we ask that you would hear and answer our humble prayers. Amen.
you deserve the glory. Come on and tell him that he deserves. You deserve the glory. Lord, you brought us from a mighty long way. You deserve the glory. You deserve it all, my praise. Lord, you kept us thus far. You deserve the glory. Lord, you're still the King of kings. You deserve the glory. And we praise you, oh God. You deserve the glory.
say rejoice.
Amen. Amen. Why don't you give them another hearty amen? We definitely want to thank our praise team for bringing seasoning to our worship service as well as our band. And again, it is so good to be in the house of the Lord this Christmas day. It's good to have so many people with us today. And it's good to see my former head elder, Elder Jones, with us today. Amen, amen. But we're going to see what God has for us today. A very simple message, a brief message this Christmas day. Um, I want us to look at a familiar passage of scripture found in Matthew chapter 1 and we're going to look at verse number 21 and I'm going to ask that you keep your finger on this passage of scripture because it's from this text we will get our sermonic points Matthew chapter 1 and verse 21 and when you have it say man Matthew chapter 1 and verse 21 very simple message today and in fact Jojo stay close to the organ uh, this is gonna be a 15-minute message amen Christmas Day Word of God reads, She shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Want to read that last phrase? And he shall save his people from their sins sins I want to speak for a short while on the subject I've entitled the special gift the special gift let us pray Heavenly Father Lord we thank you once again for this opportunity that we have to worship you today Lord you are a God who's been better to us than we've even been to ourselves. And now, Lord, as we come to the part of the service where you are to speak to us, we ask that you do not disappoint because we need a word from you. Forgive me of all of my sins and let this spoken word bring you glory and honor. This we pray, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. The special gift. The special gift. I remember years ago, a Christmas that will always stand out in my mind is when I was roughly 10 years old. I remember that particular Christmas, what I wanted what I hoped for, what I desired was an NES. In other words, a Nintendo Entertainment System. Uh, this is what I hoped for. This is what I asked my parents for. And, 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 and I grew up in a time, and, and just like many of you, where we had the Sunday paper, and, and every Sunday I would go and I would get the advertisement for Toys R Us, and I would cut out what an NES was and and I did not want my parents to get mistaken and I I would always try to encourage them that when December 25th comes around please get me an NES I told them and I promised them that if they would just get me this gift with Super Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt I uh, would be the perfect child I would even be nice to my younger brother for the year Aaron so when that final, when that day came around, December 25th, 
we were living in New York and I remember running downstairs to the Christmas tree and to my surprise there was a big box that was the size of an NES I picked it up and I shook it and it it sounded like an NES I put it close to my nose and I said this is what an NES smells like and now as I unwrap this big box this thing that I had hoped for this thing that I desired to my horror it was not a Nintendo entertainment system with Super Mario Brothers uh, but it was the Atari 7800 system with Miss Pac-Man oh I was angry I wanted to kick that Christmas tree over because that Christmas I did not get what I was hoping to receive brothers and sisters what you have to understand is that the Christmas season is the time of the year where we expect to get things that we've been hoping for uh, maybe it's the time of the year that you've been hoping to spend time with your family and friends uh, maybe it's the time of the year where all mistakes and wrongs that you have done could be forgiven. Uh, maybe it's the time of the year that that gift that you've been desiring that a loved one can give it to you. Uh, Christmas season is the time of the year where we expect things. That's why statistics tell us that the Christmas season is the time of the year where suicide spikes the highest. Uh, sometimes when you desire for something and you're not able to receive it, it causes you to be depressed. But what I would like to suggest to you, because this is a very simple message, is that the Christmas season is a time of year that we remember the greatest gift that was given to mankind. And I would suggest to you that this special gift that God has given us there's three things that make this gift spe special, which is Jesus. Number one, the gift of Jesus is a life-changing gift. The word of God says, she shall bring forth a son and they shall call his name Jesus for he shall save his people. And what you have to understand, when you allow Jesus in your life, Jesus can change your life for the good. I'm reminded, I'm reminded of a good friend of mine. This good friend of mine who was rough around the edges, uh, he fell in love. And it was amazing that when he fell in love, his life changed for the better. Uh, he was able to find a God-fearing woman, a woman who loved the Lord, and this relationship just changed his life. He started to dress a little bit different. He started to talk a little bit different. He started to go to church more faithfully. He stopped drinking. He stopped smoking uh, because he did not want anything to impact his relationship with the one he loved. And it's the same thing with our relationship with God. When you allow God to have access to your life, when you hold back nothing, when you give him everything, God can change your life for the better. I would declare to you today that the God that we serve, Jesus Christ, when you let him in, he could change you for the better. He can make an alcoholic sober. Uh, he can make a prostitute pure. He can make thieves honest. He can make liars true. He can make gamblers godly. When you let God into your life, when you accept this gift called Jesus, he can change you completely. Uh, but not only can he change you completely, but no matter what you're going through in this life, when you allow Jesus into your heart, he can help you get through your storm. Uh, when life is not fair, when there's trouble on every side, when uh, friends and family have forsaken you, when you feel like a motherless child, the thing that I love about this gift called Jesus is that Jesus can wipe away your tears. Uh, Jesus can be with you in the midnight hour. He can bring light to your midnight. Uh, he is a friend that sticketh close than a brother. He is the greatest gift that you could ever have. 
Uh, the beautiful thing about Jesus is that he can pick you up. He can turn you around. He can place your feet on solid ground. But the question is, will you accept this gift called Jesus? But not only can Jesus change your life, this gift change your life. But the thing that I love about Jesus, number two, is that he's a gift that can pay off your debts. Uh, he's a gift that can pay off your debts. True story. I can't even make this thing up. Please research it for yourself. Uh, but there was a man by the name of Dylan who was 33 years old. Just read this in October. And for seven years, for seven straight years, what he would do, he would buy himself an annual uh, ticket to Six Flags. That all he had to do was pay $150. And for seven years straight, every year, he would pay $150 for an annual ticket to Six Flags, not because he loved the roller coasters, not because it brought up a sense of nostalgia going to this theme park that reminded him of his childhood years, but why he bought an annual pass to Six Flags every year was because he was trying to get out of debt. Now what he did, this is a true story, can't even make this up, what he did is that Six Flags had a deal and I think they changed it because of this man by the name of Dylan. Uh, their deal was this, that if you paid $150 to this Six Flags, which was in California, that you would be able to go to Six Flags uh, 365 days out of the year. You could go there five times a day and you would have a free parking ticket. You're able to park for free for the whole year. And this is why he bought it. You could get free lunch and free dinner. This is a true story. I can't even make this up. And so what uh, Dylan did is that uh, he bought this yearly ticket for seven years. And do you know that for three years straight, he never bought any groceries? Uh, because his place of employment was right around the corner uh, from Six Flags, what he would do, he would time it just right, and he would go to Six Flags on his lunch break. Uh, he would have lunch, and after eating lunch, he would go back to work, and after work, he would get off, and he would go back to Six Flags just to have dinner. And what Dylan declared is that he was able to pay off his student loan. He was able to save up enough money to buy a house. He was able to pay for his wedding all because of Six Flags. I'm sure they changed the rule because of D Dylan. But, but it's very interesting what people would do just to get out of debt. It's amazing the jobs that we would take just to make more money. Uh, there are some individuals who will work jobs that will cause you to go against your Christian beliefs. Uh, there are individuals who will sell their bodies, prostitute themselves just to make money. And what we have to understand is that because of sin, we have all been indebted to the enemy. But I've got good news today, and the good news today is that it does not matter how far you've gone. It does not matter what sin you may have committed, uh, but we have a God called Jesus that has paid the price for our sins. Uh, that, that God loved us so much that the word of God says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son just for us. To pay the ransom of sin and because of his blood, now we are free. Songwriter said it best, what can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is that flow. That makes me white as snow. No other fount. I know nothing but the blood of Jesus. What you have to understand, brothers and sisters, why friends and family members and even church members may condemn you and talk about you for the mistakes you have made. But what you have to understand is that when you allow Jesus into your life, he wipes the slate clean. His blood covers you. 
this is good news today. But then finally, number three, finally, number three, as I close, what you have to understand, number three, all the Jesus I surrender, if you could play that for me, is that the beautiful gift that God has given us, which is Jesus, is a gift that's given to us in love. Again, the word of God says, she shall bring forth a son and they shall call his name Jesus. For he shall save his people from their sins. What you have to understand today, brothers and sisters, Jesus was given to us from God not because we were worthy, not because we deserve it, not because of some great and lofty thing that we've accomplished in this world, but the gift of Jesus was given to us out of love. I'm reminded, I'm reminded of that story, two stories told of a woman by the name, or should I say a young girl by the name of Mary Ann Bird. Mary Ann Bird was born in Brooklyn, New York in 1929 and she had a tough road to travel. She was born with many birth defects. She was born deaf in one ear. She was born with a severe cleft palate. And the simple things that we take for granted, she could not do. She couldn't drink from a water fountain. She could not whistle. She could not blow up a balloon. Because of her issues, she was always made fun of from her classmates. Marianne Bird said that she never felt loved. She never felt accepted. But that all changed one particular day. And that one day at her school, they always annually had a hearing test where they would call a child up to the front. The teacher would whisper just a simple phrase in the child's ear and the child would have to say back that phrase so that the teachers could know that their hearing was well. But this was a problem for Mary Ann Bird because she was deaf in one ear and what she would do, she always hated that day, that annual test. And so now as her favorite teacher, Miss Leonard, invited her up to the front, she cupped her good ear so she could make sure she could hear what her teacher was saying. And her teacher stooped down to Marianne Bird's good ear and she said a simple phrase and and this phrase that Miss Leonard said caused Marianne Bird to cry tears started to flow she just couldn't contain herself she started to cry now what you have to understand is that Miss Leonard didn't say hurtful words she didn't say mean words but she said seven words that would forever shape Mary Ann Bird's life. Those words were, I wish you were my little girl. Never before did she feel accepted. Never before did she experience love like that, that, that with all of her mistakes, with, with all of her physical issues, that there could be someone who would accept her the way that she is. Brothers and sisters, what you have to understand that we have a God in heaven who accepts us the way that we are. He loves us in spite of ourselves. He loves us so much that every day he, we have life, he's trying to declare his love to us. Every bird that sings, every sun that sets, every flower that blooms, God is trying to declare to you that he loves you every day you have life when you wake up in the morning he's right there at your bedside saying this is my son this is my daughter I don't care what the church thinks about him I don't care what co-workers thinks about him I don't care what anybody thinks about him he loves you with an everlasting love maybe that romantic relationship did not work out but guess what God loves you Maybe, maybe that job didn't work out and they didn't need your services anymore, but, but God accepts you. God wants you. 
and what you have to understand Christmas season this season should always remind us of the gift of love that was given to us God loves us with an everlasting love doesn't matter what you've done in the past doesn't even matter what you're doing right now the key is will you accept the gift into your life see what you have to understand God loves you the way that you are he doesn't want you to stay that way but he does not expect you to change yourself there's some of us we're struggling with things in our life but the key is that if you let him completely in he can change you you know about my situation me being diagnosed with cancer what's very interesting even though my situation was not looking good even though I was given a terminal diagnosis the key was for me to allow the doctor to perform surgery the key was for me to allow the doctor to do treatment I had to say yes to the doctor and the key today brothers and sisters if you want your life to be changed completely you have to say yes to Dr. Jesus he wants to change you he wants to make you anew he wants to spend eternity with you but the key is today will you say yes to him today is Christmas Day many of you have, have spent a lot of money giving gifts to loved ones spent hours in the line at stores trying to purchase gifts and the question is today what do you give to God the God in heaven that created everything that is and will ever be what do you give him what God wants from you today is that you give him your heart simple message today today if it is your desire to say yes to Jesus to give your all to him God you're saying to him here is my heart here is my everything here is my talent I want you to have my time I want you to have my all that's your desire today that you want to simply say yes and you want to present yourself to Jesus today just stand to your feet for special prayer maybe you're watching us online raise your hand wherever you are if you're watching us online if you can't stand yourself just raise your hand say to God today I'm giving you the gift of my life to you I'm reciprocating your goodness back to you you've given yourself you've given heaven's best for me now I want to give my best to you I want to give my all knowing that if I give my life to you you'll be able to change me anew. Second appeal is to that individual, not only do you want to say yes to God, but you realize that maybe you need to take it a step further, that you need to either be baptized for the first time or you want to be rebaptized. That's your desire today, that you either want to be baptized or rebaptized. I'm asking that you raise your hand. I'm asking that you raise your hand. Maybe you're watching us online and if technology team, if you could just put it on the screen that all they have to do is text the word baptism, text the word baptism to the number that we have here at the church because it's time for us to make our calling and election sure. This is the last Sabbath of 2021. We're going into a new year. And we can't be on the same spiritual level as we were this year for next year. We need to draw ever more closer to our Lord and Savior. So if it is your desire to either be baptized or rebaptized, we'll reach out to you. All you have to do is text the word baptism to 561-468-3873. Maybe you're here today and you want to be in the next baptism you would like Bible studies you want to be baptized just raise your hand praise the Lord I see you my brother praise the Lord I see you we could just record that name praise the Lord 
praise the Lord at this time we're going to pray Heavenly Father Lord we want to thank you for being so good to us that even in the midst of our mess you still love us there are church members their family members their co-workers their friends who ostracize us for the mistakes that we've made in times past but we thank you for loving us in spite of ourselves we are your children you love us so much that even if we were the only one to sin you still would have given your son as a gift to us so father you see those who have responded to the appeal by standing or raising their hand we're asking that you bless these individuals with your Holy Spirit that you help us to walk right and to talk right and to live right and to be right so that when that great day comes we can be saved in your kingdom please don't ever give up on us even though sometimes we turn our back on you please do whatever it takes to save so that we can be the people that you've called us and designed us to be. This we pray. Jesus, most holy, precious name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. You may be seated. So I do want to just let you know that starting next month, next Sabbath, what we will do we will start a sermonic series entitled the presence of god brothers and sisters i believe that god is on the verge of coming back and we need to go to another level with our christianity and so next week and for the whole month of january we're going to look at this sermonic topic on the presence of God how we can have the presence of God in our hearts and in our lives and so we're asking that you please make sure you tune in next week so that you can be blessed God bless you all Happy Sabbath, church family. All right, now let us stand as we close with our benediction, as well as Merry Christmas to everybody. Father God, we want to thank you for this day. We want to thank you for your sacrifice, Lord. Lord, you see us, you know us, you love us. For Lord, while we were yet sinners, you still came and died for us. Father, I ask that you be with each individual that came out today. Bless their family. Bless their situation. Bless them wherever they go. Help us to remember more than anything, even though today is Christmas, help us to remember to share this light to each and every person that we meet. For you're soon to come in the clouds of glory and you love us. That's why you want to take us back with you. So now, Lord, we just ask that you bless us, keep us. In Jesus' name, we ask this all. Amen. God bless you all.